Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm Karen Hager. I'm not Dr. Pat. I'm Karen Hager. And I'm sitting in for Dr. Pat this week and next week and the week after that while Dr. Pat is traveling. I am so happy to be here. Now, you can usually find me conducting spiritual conversation with enlightening guests on Out of the Fog Radio. And you can hear that on the Transformation Talk Network, uh, Empower Radio, lots of other places besides If you want to put a face to the voice, I mean, after all, we've got three weeks together. We may as well get comfortable. So if you want to put a face to the voice, you can head over to FogCityPsychic.com to see what I look like. Well, to see what I look like when I have makeup on and someone who's professional taking a picture of me. That's that's the picture you'll see at FogCityPsychic.com. It's also a great place to find out more about me and my work as an intuitive guide and as a spiritual teacher. Now then, do you know we spend a third of our lives sleeping. And during that time, we're sleeping every night. We dream every single night. But what do, what do our dreams mean and why are we having them? Well, my guest tonight is Kelly Sullivan Walden. Now, she believes that dreams have a language all their own. And when you can become fluent in that language of dreams, it allows you to access wisdom to let you live the life of your dreams while you're awake. Now, we'll be opening the phones tonight to take your calls. Kelly's also known as Dr. Dream, and she has graciously agreed to connect with you on the air. If you've got a dream that's bugging you or it's a little weird, you wonder what it means, what is the meaning of your dream, go ahead and give us a call right here. We're at 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, that is a toll-free call for you. 888-627-6008. And we'll be taking your calls throughout the hour so that you can get the benefit of Kelly's expertise and wisdom about your dreams. All right, are you ready? So let's go. Kelly Sullivan Walden is the author of seven books, including her newest Amazon.com bestseller, It's All in Your Dreams. She also wrote, I Had the Strangest Dream, and she's the creator of the Dream Oracle Cards. These are really cool cards. I'm going to ask her about these um during our time together. They're just gorgeous. She's also a certified clinical hypnotherapist, an inspirational speaker, and she's the founder of Dream Life Coach Training. You've seen Kelly as a guest dream expert on Fox News. She's got her own radio show, The D-Spot, and she's recently been seen on Dr. Oz and The Ricky Lake Show. And if, if that wasn't enough, 
She is a blogger for the Huffington Post. You can find out more about Kelly and all her good work at kellysullivanwalden.com. Kelly, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you so much, Karen. What a pleasure to be with you tonight. Oh, thank, thank you. For you. great introduction. Oh, <laughs> I'm feeling the same way. I don't know if there, I don't know if there's something in the air or what, but I feel like um, the energy right now is is really running high. It's interesting. I was on uh, doing a late night show on the radio last night. All the callers, people are experiencing kind of an energetic lift right now. Are you feeling that too? Well, we we're out of retrograde. It feels like there's like the slingshot effect where we've we've been pulled back, and that there's a great acceleration. And my dogs are feeling that too right now. Oh, hello, dogs. <laughs> hello. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think everybody. There's there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that are having some. There's some breakdowns and there's some breakthroughs, but I feel like it's things are accelerating any way you slice it, and it's it's an exciting time to be alive. I think. I think we signed up for this a long time ago, and we got our dream fulfilled. Mm. Do you feel like this acceleration um, is leading us somewhere good? I've talked to some people who who are feeling grim about it. I don't feel grim about it. I think we're going kind of to a to a new level of awareness. What do you feel about the outcome of the acceleration? I think, I mean, to me, life is, it is a dream, and I feel like we can dream it any way we want. So I feel like we we all have the power of our own interpretation, and I, one thing I like to say is if you don't like the way your dream is going, you can change it. You're the director of your dream. So if I know that I'm the director of my dream, I want to have the best dream possible. So I feel really inspired about what's going on, and I feel like it's not a passive experience of being excited about what's going on. I feel like I'm, I'm participating in a way that, I, I don't know, for those who are like doing something of service, being, being part of the change, it's kind of like, it feels like we're surfing a wave and we're all out in the water and the, the waves are big. And if we, if we are on the wave and we're, and we're surfing that's really like in sync with the tides, then it's exil- it's exhilarating and exciting if we're fighting it if we're trying to do things business as usual um then we we can have a hard time right now i think it's it's all in how we how we flow i was just talking to somebody yesterday who was talking about how he had this great plan for all that he was going to be doing and systematically everything that he had put into place was unraveling and so instead he's doing this walkabout he's taking 6 months to just go, see where where the universe is wanting him to go. And I thought, this is so brilliant. It's like, instead of spending so much time and energy fighting the flow, instead be curious and interested in, well, what is the flow trying to get me to do? Maybe I should go with it. My friend Felix Wolf in his book, The Art of Navigation, starts it off by saying, and I quote him in my book, It's All in Your Dreams, I talk about lucid living and how um, instead of telling life what you want from it, instead ask life what do you what would you have me do what do you want from me and how can i sync up with that how can i line up with that and if i line up with that then things are pretty magical if you don't line up with it then it's not so you know i i'm i'm excited about what's happening because i feel like i'm doing everything in my power to line up with the flow and it's and i'm and i'm reaping the, the benefits of it, and I see the benefits around me. So it's a long answer to a short question, but no, how about I, you? How about you? I, lo- I love the way that you 
I love the way that you put that. You know what you made me think of? I'm um, part of my spiritual journey. A growing edge for me is that I'm the kind of person who always says no first. So if someone says, can you do this? I know it's a stretch. I'll go, nope, nope, can't possibly do it. And then if you just wait 10 seconds, seven seconds, five seconds, I'll come to the yes, but I always say no first. And I put together this healing class, Kelly, and I worked really hard on it. And I put it out there and nobody really cared. And I thought, what do I do with this class? I've done all this work. I've made all this thing. You know, I've, I've done all this. And, and what do I do? And I let go of the class. I offered it freely. And what happened was this thing took off like a house of fire. When wow. I stopped trying so hard to make that class into what I wanted it to be. And when I let go of it and let it be what it was supposed to be, wham, right? Instant. A wonderful lesson for the girl who always says no first, right? When I let go, it makes a huge difference. Mm. I think that, I mean, just to dovetail from what you just said, I think half the battle of living a life that is dreamy as opposed to a nightmare is is the letting go. Um, just like the the metaphor of moving, allowing the clouds to move from in front of the sun. You don't have to teach the sun how to shine. You don't have to, you don't have to teach nature how to be what it is. You just have to gently move the clouds out of the way, and all of a sudden, there it shines. So brilliant what you said. In the letting go, there comes the, the magic. I had a similar experience with, um, this is some of the behind the scenes of, of the Dr. Oz show that I was recently on. There was a number of people um, that were that that said that Dr. Oz they had seen in the trades or wherever that he was looking for a dream expert, and there was a number of people that knew me that were saying, "Oh my God, you got to find Dr. Oz, you got to connect with Dr. Oz." Ah! And there and there were people in my world that were going after it and and pushing and pushing and pushing and and kind of going and nothing was happening, and so that I completely let go of okay, whatever, whatever. I'm I'm whole, complete. I don't need it, and of course. In that moment, the executive producer of Dr. Oz show comes calling me persistently and pursuing me, and pretty soon there I am on the show. And it wouldn't have come if I had if I had knocked down that door and come with guns blazing and said, "Hey, you need me. You want me. You will <laughs> like me. I promise." No, <laughs> I mean there was there was work involved once once there was a green light, but there's something about just trusting that. 90% of 90% of it is is about letting go and that has nothing to do with nighttime dreams although it does have something to do with interpreting dreams if we want to circle back to that yeah <laughs> when when we think about manifestation when we think about okay i want that spot on dr oz how can our dreams help lead us in the right direction what can our dreams show us about manifestation about abundance about making our waking dreams come true Actually, one of the things I, I talked about on the Dr. Oz show, um, and if people want to see the clip, they can ask my dogs to stop barking. <laughs> they can go to my website, which is um, kellysullivanwalden.com. But on the show, I talk about how it's, it's valuable if you set an intention and you focus on it in the moments right before you go to sleep. And I talk about how the moments right before we go to sleep are prime real estate, are we're really suggestible the the wall between worlds our 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 conscious mind and our subconscious mind is it's really 
quite a blend and a blur at those moments. So we can, the intentions that we set in those moments are really powerful. So think about what you want to create right before you go to sleep. And what I said that was kind of the key is it's not just about what you're thinking about. It's about the way you feel. So imagine, here's part, here's like, part two and part three. Imagine how you would feel if the desired outcome was to be attained. That's part of it. Get into the feeling of it. But the other part of it is to ask the question, if I was going to have this outcome, who would I need to be? What kind of a being would I need to be? What kind of wattage would I need to to be and to have in order for this to find me? And I'd say most of us would would imagine that the things that we want to manifest would require a higher level of wattage than we're naturally used to emitting in our normal state. So we have to up the ante of our of our inner light switch. So you imagine feeling this way, doing these things, and you go to sleep inside of these thoughts. Let these thoughts take you by the hand and lead you into dreamland and dream time. And then see what your dreams are. You know, it's kind of like let go of what you think your dreams are supposed to be. Let your dreams be wise and let them do their magic. And then upon awakening in the morning, you your job is to pay attention to whatever scraps or little pieces of dreams that you can recall and write them down. And you can meditate on them. You can look them up in a dream dictionary if you want to do that. Or... Um, put the pieces together in some way, and we can talk more about that. But that's kind of the simple version of the formula. You know, so many of us, and when I say so many of us, you know, I mean uh, me, <clears throat> right right before I go to sleep, I'm usually answering email or reading a book where killers chase people around with knives or, right, watching television right. or um, <clears throat> should I maybe be doing something different? Oh. <laughs> Well, it's, you know, I think you can do whatever you want to do before you go to sleep, as long as those last few moments are intentional. I mean, some people like to watch a television show. Some people like to read a novel. That's fine. But you don't want to go to sleep frightened. You don't want to go to sleep with your last few thoughts um, on, oh, no, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. You Mm -hmm. want to have the last thoughts that you're thinking about, deliberate, intentional, about what you want to create with your life. Those moments are, if we had any idea how creational they are, we would guard them with our lives. We'd be so, we would we would treat them like newborn infants. We would be so protective of them. And we'd and we would we would really make sure that only the best thoughts went into those moments and the, the moments before we go to sleep and the moments when we wake up in the morning. So not going right into our emails, not turning on the news, not picking up the newspaper first thing, making sure that our first thoughts are, are creational, are, are inspirational, are connecting us with our highest, and then that will set the tone. That's like rocket fuel. So you can read whatever novel. I, I'm reading a new Dan Brown novel right now, and it's pretty scary, but I'm loving it, and I just know, okay, I can do that, but then put it down and then reconnect with what it is that I'm, I'm manifesting or womanifesting or what heaven on earth would look like for me and go to sleep inside of that vibration. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And you're reminding when you said um, <laughs> womanifesting that yes. one of the things I love is that the prayers and the things in your book, it's all in your dreams, um, all end with a man, a woman, a dreams. And I just, <laughs> I, 
find that charming. Um, <laughs> my Thank guest you. is Dr. Kelly Sullivan Walden. And if you would like to connect with her here on the air, if you'd like to run one of your dreams by her and get the benefit of her wisdom, what does that dream you had about the, I don't know, the Yeti eating the butterscotch pudding? What does that mean? Give us a call here. We're at 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. That calls free to you if you're in the U.S. or Canada. So come on, I want to hear about the Yeti. Um, when we wake up, Kelly, from our dreams, what you said that those moments right right when we wake up are also prime moments. Mm-hmm. How can we not only remember those dreams but then make something of them? Because they drift away, you know, so quickly. Yes, yes they do. It's um, from one perspective that just to make sense of why they drift away so easily is um, you're familiar with the the alpha state, the beta state, theta, and delta, those different states of mm-hmm. consciousness. Well, when we're asleep and dreaming in that deep, deep dreaming state, we're in what's called deep delta. And when we start to wake up, it's like we're rising up in consciousness to a place that's a bit more shallow, which would be considered like mid-theta, and then when we actually get up and out of bed, we're, then we move into the alpha state. So it's like we're changing radio stations in our mind. And, we, and if we get too far away from deep, we are on a completely different station altogether. So the goal is, is to stay connected to deep delta, even while we begin to wake up and get conscious enough to write our dreams down. Um, and if we can keep a connection to our delta state, even just in the memory, even just in the, in the slightest wisp of, of a remembered dream, then that helps us to not just remember the dream, but it helps us in some way to bridge the gap between these states of consciousness. So, for example, I was talking to somebody today who is, um, he's a program manager, or what do you call that? He's a, he's a producer for a pretty big radio station, and he is having me on his show, but he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I never dream, whatever. It's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of kind of foo-foo kind of stuff. He's like, I'm a pragmatic guy. But then he called me today and said, oh, my God, I remembered a dream this morning about flying. He said, and I have had the most incredible day today. He said, I, he's like, I'm I'm out of my mind. It's like I'm tripping on the most amazing drug ever, and it's completely natural. He said, what do I do with this? Oh, my God. And I'm thinking, you know what? He he did something that is so natural. He was able to recall a little bit of a flying dream, and he's been able to bridge the gap. So he's he's effectively built a bridge between the state that he's in right now, which it would either be beta or an alpha state, those are functioning states of consciousness, but he's connected to his depth, and he's also connected to his highest potential via this dream, and he's able to thus have that access throughout his day, and his day has been magical. And we have access to this all day long if we desire. We don't always have a remembered dream that is a flying dream. Sometimes we remember being chased by a witch or, you know, stung by a jellyfish or something that's not as pleasant, but still every dream comes to us in health and healing. If we can decode it, it can be just as euphoric, maybe not as euphoric as a flying dream, but pretty close, even if it's a scary dream. I hope I sort of answered that question. I know I went a little sideways, but... (laughs) No, and I'm curious, 
every dream comes to us in health and healing. But but what about really scary nightmares? What about um, dreams that 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 frighten us? Yeah, thank you for asking. Well, these are to me in some ways deeply medicinal. Um, in some ways, those those scary dreams are. It's kind of like a friend that loves us so much that they're willing to to tell us that our 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 underwear or our dress is is tucked into our pantyhose and we've been walking <laughs> through the party. It's like, oh my God, we don't want to know that stuff. It's like, no, that can't be happening. But it's like, wouldn't you rather know? Wouldn't you rather be informed? So these scary dreams are like that. It's like getting a peek into a blind spot that we wished wasn't there. It's like unfinished business that wouldn't it be nice if it just we could just overlook it. But no, our dreams that are scary, are they're all coming to us in service of health and healing. And sometimes they're revealing to us things that we have overlooked, things that are really important to pay attention to, a bill that needs to get paid, a phone call that needs to be made, an amends perhaps that needs to be created, or something that we need to do and the time is ticking if we want to live an optimal life of health and healing and and joy and fulfillment that it might serve us to pay attention to these dreams so they might come to us in an alarming way but in some ways if we if we heed the wisdom we become incredibly grateful because they might have may have just saved us um a painful experience there's a story of i mean i've got plenty of my own but here's a pretty cool story of a um a native american chief whose son um fell and broke his leg. And the and the the father yelled at him and said, How did you let this happen? Didn't didn't you didn't your dream tell you about this and and help you to prevent this in the sense that I don't remember I don't remember a dream about that. And the father said, Well you weren't paying attention. You just didn't remember the dream. Because everything happens first in the dream. You just weren't paying attention. I mean that was that was a very paternal way of scolding the son. I don't know that I would have been so mean. But <laughs> But it's kind of like that, though. Some of the things that happen, the tax audits, the when we slip and, and fall or we get a, a flat tire, it's like in a way our lives could run much smoother if we did pay attention to these dreams because they give us a preview of coming attractions so that we can alter our course ever so slightly. It doesn't mean that we're meant to always have a life that's just skipping through the roses, but, but these dreams can give us a phenomenal insight so that we do the, the the bumps and bruises along the way are really the quality ones and not the ones that are really pretty avoidable. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, it does make sense. And and your work, the the in in your book, it's all in your dreams. You've got a wonderful thing that you call the dream code, mm-hmm. and it's it is a way of it's what made me think of this is when you talked about do you remember your dreams? Didn't your dream tell you? Are you part of that dream code? This is a kind of a fresh way of looking at. Dream work. Can you talk a little bit about the dream code? And I've been especially thinking about the remembrance part of dream code for me personally. But yes, that's that's an important piece. So I I take the word dream and I pull it apart and use it as an acronym so that it's easy to to take with you, like a nice little compact formula that you can put in your pocket and carry with you anywhere. And in the dream formula, it's kind of an elegant way of summarizing how to remember dreams and how to work with them and what to do with them once you do remember them. So the D stands for declaration. And in a nutshell, I say that 
it's important to set an intention before you go to sleep to remember your dreams. But a declaration is an intention on steroids. So if you set a declaration, it will happen. It's like the founding fathers of America didn't say, oh, um, let's have the wouldn't it be nice if there would be independence, the intention (laughs) of independence. It was the declaration. The declaration is a word that has a lot of power carries a a high frequency. So if we set a declaration before going to sleep that we're either, A, going to remember a dream, or that we're, B, going to remember a dream that's going to help us with a particular situation in our life, a relationship um, quandary that we might be in, how to figure out how to, what to do with our job situation or our health or whatever's up in our life. So that's, so the D is about setting a strong declaration for what for what we want to dream about, and at the very least about the fact that we want to dream. And then the R for remembrance is about all the different ways that we can go about remembering our dreams. Because it's kind of like if we want our ticket into into the game, we need to remember a dream. A remembered dream is how we access this phenomenal aspect of our own consciousness. So a few tips for how to remember a dream is one, that you can take um, vitamin B6. Those are great vitamins to help on a very simple level. Another way is to set the dream declaration, as I mentioned. Another is to make sure that you have something to write your dreams down on that's easy to get to. Put it on your nightstand. Have a an app on your phone. I use one called Dreams Cloud. There's a number of them that are free to download that make it easy to be able to immediately spill your dream into into something so that so that you you catch it before it slips away. Um, and another another trick for remembering dreams is to keep your sleep position as you're waking up. Don't move your body too quickly. If you jar it too quickly, then you, you move quickly from deep delta up to high levels of theta. So you want to you wanna stay in your sleep position and ask yourself the question, what was I just dreaming about? And you want to repeat that to yourself. You want to stay in the energy of what you were just dreaming about, at least replay it three times. And then also within remembrance, this dream formula is a formula for how to remember and how to work with nighttime dreams. It's also a formula for how to live a more dreamy life. And one thing I like to say is that it's impossible to live a dream life if you don't know who you are. So it's about remembering who you are as a being and who you are as a being, at the very least, is at one with all creation, at one with all the beauty, love, wisdom in this universe. You're not cut off from it. You're whole. You're complete. Any thought that you have that you're less than, that you, that you need something to make you more whole, is a, is a nightmare, is, is, some, is completely a function of your sleepwalking. So if you wake up and you remember who you are, They'll be you'll be flooded with peace. That's a clue to how you can live lucidly. Um, anything wow. else that you want to say about that, Karen? Before I move on to the E. Well, it just is, um, and I see that we're coming up on the on the break here at the bottom of the hour. But I, I'm that remembering who you are so often with our franticness, with our grabbing at things. Right. Um, even when we're grabbing those last few moments before we go to sleep, because we got to get the last email done or we've got to right, yeah. get to the next page of the novel or we've got to hurry and get some leisure in a life that's packed full of obligation or duty or running around, that when we're doing that, we are forgetting who we are at our yeah. at our essence. We're forgetting what I would, in my way, would call our divine 
connection. We're, we're forgetting that we are not only complete and in and of ourselves, but we are part of something much larger, much uh, deeper, much more supportive. And, and we don't pay attention to that. Right. And if, if only, even if we just have a moment a day where we have a, like we break through the clouds and we see that sunshine, it's like, oh, wait a second. I'm at one with all of life. All the doing, all the getting, all the achieving isn't going to make me any more than I already am. There's a great line in the Bible that says something about how you cannot add one cubit to your stature. You are already so full that that nothing you did that would make you any more of who you are than you already are. So what's all the drama about? So if we already know that we're at one, and people that have near-death experiences, I've had my own, and I know this for a fact that when we go to the other side, we realize, oh, my God, what was all that fuss about? Oh, my God, I'm completely connected to all the love in the universe. Why was I so stressed? Um, if we can just have a moment of that a day, a moment of that remembrance, I think it it's like pure, clean water that can begin the process of filtering out those those other belief systems. And I know I fall prey to it. I fall asleep. The moment I fall asleep into sleepwalking in my life, I can get stressed out. I can think, oh, my God, I have to add one more thing. I've got to get one more thing accomplished. But it's a function of sleepwalking. So even if we just have a moment a day where we have that remem- remembrance, I think it it accumulates, and eventually that will become the way that we just are. But it's a work in progress. And it's refreshing, not like a punishment, like, hey, wake up, you moron, you're missing everything. <laughs> but it's it's refreshing, like, here is a wonderful message from your highest self. Here is yeah. a message for you from divine source. Pay attention to this stuff because it's important. And I don't think the message is, because I know there's moments, I just I just celebrated a birthday, and I, and I took a whole week off to just play and to just flow and to be unplugged. And and I know there was a thought midway during the week that that wow, why don't I just do this all the time? Oh my god. <laughs> this is so much fun and I'm getting stuff done. I'm having great ideas, great insights. It's not like I'm being unproductive. I feel like this is this may be more productive. But I thought I, as the week started to wind down, and I knew there's a you know there's a thousand emails in my inbox, and there's phone calls, there's people starting to get angry at me because I didn't know I was going to take a week off. I just did. I just played hooky for a week, and wow. I realized it's it's important to plug back in, but to plug back in with a deliberate intent to bridge the gap to that state of remembrance. I feel like we're all from the same place. We're all from the state of remembrance. There's a place where all of us, we all do get it. And when we get it, we go, oh, oh my God, it's so amazing. I remember who you are. I remember who I am. Oh, let's remember, let's remember. And then we get sleepy and we forget. But we're all from that place. And to be able to bring a bit of that into our doing this, because it's not about just becoming... um, you know, meditating all day long and completely abstaining from all worldly endeavors. I think we're meant to be part of the world. I feel like I'm called to be a part of this world, but to bring in that state of remembrance into the doingness, I feel like is so essential. And if I forget to do that, then I think all the doingness is kind of, kind of for naught. For lack of a better word. It takes, it takes on a frantic quality, doesn't it? I mean, it, 
it it has that it's that way that we're churning it's kind of like me trying to make that class go it's me churning and churning and churning and i'm i know what it's going to be and i'm ugh, trying to force it into place and it and i've forgotten the connection so funny at um at agape which has been my spiritual home in los angeles out in the parking lot of Agape before the meditation, you'd see all these people like swerving in traffic trying to get a parking space and then running from their car to make meditation on time. It's, <laughs> it's like, wow, this is the divine comedy. You know, <laughs> cutting people off, building up all this cortisol to get so you can meditate. It's like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> running over old ladies in the in the hurry to um, <laughs> oh my god to get to the meditation well we are right up against that right up against right the there break. you're Let's listening celebrate. to the dr pat show my guest is kelly sullivan walden her new book is it's all in your dreams she's got some beautiful dream oracle cards also for you to um take for you to use we're going to talk about those after the break you can find out more about kelly and her work at kelly if you'd like to connect with her on the air. Okay, and me too, because I'm interested in your dreams. You can find us at 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. It's the Dr. Pat Show, and we'll be right back after this. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. The Awakening Radio with Patricia. This hit show awakens your dormant, divine, feminine energy. The Awakening Show is the next step on your evolutionary journey through life. Get ready to awaken the dormant seedings within you, your soul's encodement, power, and purpose. And bring this forward with confidence and clarity through the power of your own voice. This show promises to boldly go where you've been before. You just need to remember. Be inspired. Become rewired with The Awakening Radio. Visit AwakeningRadio.com for weekly topics. Tune in to The Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Call-In Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been-there, done-that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for The Sandy Brewer Show. Are you ready to have all your relationships work for you? Those with your family, friends, and coworkers? Perhaps with a lover? How about with your body and your money? Ask Susan, relationship counselor, life coach, and access consciousness facilitator, Susan Lazar Hart, has assisted thousands in creating relationships that truly work for them. Ask Susan, a monthly telecall where you can be heard and receive simple tools to apply to all your relationships. AskSusan.net. That's Ask-Susan.net. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Karen Hager, and I'm sitting in for Dr. Pat for the next three weeks. And my guest on tonight's show is Dr. Kelly Sullivan Walden. She's the author of a blue million books. Her latest one is It's All in Your Dreams. You've seen her on Fox News. You saw her on Dr. Oz. She blogs for the Huffington Post and she's got some great, some really cool dream oracle cards that have just come out. And Kelly, we were talking a little bit about off the air about these cards. Can you let me know what inspired you to create these? These are beautiful to to look at. They're really, it, this is art we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. I to me this is I love all of the books and all the projects that I've created. But this the Dream Oracle cards are so exciting to me because it was um it's a collaboration between myself and my favorite artist on the planet, Rasuli. And I literally if if there was any artist that I could have picked to do these cards, he would be the number one, my number one pick. And he happened to live down the street from me. As I searched and searched the web, the World Wide Web, I found him. I thought, oh, my God, I hope he's alive. I hope he's around. And it turns out he's just minutes from my house. So <laughs> we connected and collaborated on this project. I, I've, I've been wanting to create Oracle cards for a long time. I love I love them, first of all, by myself. I have the, I love the goddess cards. I love Doreen Virtue's decks of, of multiple cards. And I, as, after my, my first book came out, the book was called It's, um, I Had the Strangest Dream. I found that book has, by the way, over 3,000 dream symbols defined. I found after doing interview after interview and, and talking to people, dreamers about their dreams, that there seemed to be a handful of dream symbols that are the most common dream symbols. And I made a short list of them and came up with 53 of the dream symbols that I hear most often. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to turn those symbols into oracles, um, have them be, have those symbols be something that you could play with in your waking life as a tool for people that want to, want to improve dream recall, that want to learn how to think more symbolically, which by the way, is one way that our soul communicates to us in, in the language of symbols. And there we go. That's There's my dogs again. Um, and But even for people that are experts and already really well-versed in working with their dreams, it feels like this is a way to be able to play with the level of our dreaming mind while we're awake. To me, the game is all about bridging the gap, bridging the gap between our conscious and subconscious mind our spirit and our humanity, our, our feminine, our masculine, the holy and the guacamole, as I like to say, all, <laughs> all aspects of ourself. And one way to do that is by playing with these cards, because in a very ordinary setting, in your living room, your bedroom, your boardroom, wherever, you can pick a dream oracle card, ask a question, and that card can reveal an insight that bypasses your logic and goes right into your subconscious mind, and it's a way of being able to activate kind of both sides of the brain, for lack of a better word. So, it's fun. Would you like me to pull a card right now, or do you have a do you have a deck oh, in front of you that you'd like to? to? Do you have any cards near you? Card. Sure. I'm do you sorry? want to pull one, or should I? No, no, you do it because you're the expert. Okay. So the card that I just pulled is the card called Departed Loved Ones. And the image is, is gorgeous. By the way, Rasuli's images are all like a, a window into heaven. I asked him, I, I connected with him. It was not that long after I had my death experience, which was really my life 
experience because I got to go to the other side. And his images look so much the way I I would imagine and the way that my I experienced kind of the other side. Just beautiful, gorgeous love images that are that feel like an infusion of heaven. Um, so it's a gorgeous image. I wish. We could you could see it, but you'll have to if you go to dreamoraclecards.com, you can see some of the cards on on the website. So here's for every card, there's a message, there's a meaning, and a mantra. And these the message relates to your daily life. The meaning relates to what, hap- what it, if you were dreaming about it, and the mantra is something that you can carry in your day. So shall I read the message, meaning, and mantra? Yes. Okay. So the message of departed loved ones, if you dream about them. Your personal angels, a.k.a. your departed loved ones, are with you. Breathe in the fact that their wisdom and love are here for you anytime you need or desire them. You can stop feeling alone in the world, for if you could fathom how much support and guidance there is beaming down upon you from the other side, you would never cry again. You are held in a supernatural web of light, miracles, and prayers. Let this energy and guidance inform your steps, words, and decisions. Tap into the higher view of your deceased loved ones to envision how they see you and the ways in which they are rooting for you and assisting you. So the meaning, if you dream about a departed loved one, which is such a healing dream, by the way, for, for I don't know if you've had one of these, Karen, but I, I've dreamt of people that I love, and when they come into a dream, it's always such a blessing. Have you had that experience before I go ahead? And I answer? have, and I also have the experience where they just come and stand by my bed. They don't always wait till I'm dreaming, but yes. Ooh, <laughs> even better, even better. Okay, so here's the message, the meaning, if, you, if this is the um, suggested meaning eternal life are dreams of a departed loved one simply memories playing out in the dreamscape helping our bereaved to move through the grieving process or are our beloved departed dream visitations actually actual encounters they can certainly be both however according to elizabeth kubler ross dreams of our departed loved ones Oh my God! There's dogs walking down. <laughs> Apparently, there's some departed loved ones in the house right now. Oh no! This Karen, is the UPS man you always carry comes it. at the at the most meaningful part of the radio interview. This is when the UPS guy comes, or the or the mailman, or whatever's going on there. All right, there. Are you still with me, Kelly? We may have lost. We may have lost Kelly. I don't hear her anymore. My goodness. Maybe the uh, maybe the UPS man. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I think we may have lost Kelly. One of the things that I know from my work is that when people dream of departed loved ones, a lot of times it means that um, that it is their hmm, it is their reaching out that connection that is beyond the connection that we see here in the physical it's their reaching out them making that connection with their departed loved one their loved one in spirit because they're not really departed they didn't actually leave right they left their bodies energy is um energy is something that cannot be destroyed but just transforms and when we dream of our departed loved ones, oh, and I hear the, and the dog is back. It must be Kelly. When we dream of our departed loved ones, it can be a remembrance for us that that energy is never really destroyed. It changes form. Are you okay over there, Kelly? All is well? I am. I just think sometimes when we start talking about departed loved ones, things go a little 
wild in in this world. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what they were barking at. That's Sorry true. That. I had one of the most difficult interviews I ever did was with a, a medium. Mm-hmm. And we were on doing the interview over Skype and his Skype kept dropping and dropping and dropping again. And I really wanted to talk to this guy. So I had him on again on a mm-hmm. different platform, different day. It happened again and again. And I think that sometimes when we raise our energy level to a certain place, mm-hmm. it makes all our electronics go nuts. Yeah. I think it's an affirmation, even though it's a little annoying on this level. We, If we tune in, it's like, oh, wait, something magical is happening. It's kind of blowing the circuits. But I guess in a nutshell, here's the mantra. Here's the mantra of the Departed Loved Ones card. And maybe if, after we say this, the, it'll, it'll mellow out. So the mantra is, I honor my beloveds on the other side by receiving and sharing the gift of their love and guidance. Mm. So... I, I just, um, one of my dearest friends is Aurora Winter, and she is the founder of the Grief Coach Academy, and her and I have done a number of seminars together, and she's brought me in to speak to her coaches, people that are learning to become grief coaches, and there is such an interesting, bizarre link between dreams and, and work with, with grief. It seems that when people who are... Um, trying to find a way to be able to cope with the loss of a loved one, if they, if they can have a remembered dream or or think about them from a dreaming perspective, it can it can be incredibly healing. It's one of the most it's one of the most rapid ways to heal heartbreak um, by remembering these dreams. And then mm-hmm. if you can do what you do, be sensitive enough to be able to see them by your bedside, all the better. Then yeah. you know they're not really gone. And our dreams, I think. Um, transcend time. I, I personally believe that our linear time, right, um, past, present, future, is kind of just something that we made up to keep ourselves from going insane, right? It's an agreement. We agree what time it is. We agree what day it is, right? We all agree. When we start looking at energy, when we start looking at people who are on the other side, when we start looking at the spiritual realm, that linear time doesn't mean anything. And, and in our dreams, we can walk out of our linear time, and, and then it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm getting at there? Oh, absolutely. And in fact, it's not just in the dream world that, that, that the time kind of dissolves, but, we can, but when we can carry the energy of a dream into our waking life, I feel like we we blend worlds. Like, for example, it's believed in this chronological, linear world that we live in that's very time-based, that as we age, we get older, and our body systems and functions start to break down. That's kind of an accepted belief, kind of like the world is flat. It's just accepted. But there's people that have remembered dreams of being really vibrant, really healthy, and all of a sudden they begin to age backwards in some ways. There's a dream that I write about, one of my own personal dreams, where I had a dream that I was swimming with dolphins, and it's one of my most magical, one of my most favorite dreams. Swimming with them and and feeling like I really understood, I really tapped into what flow meant, and I felt my whole body, my whole being buzzing in a different way than I ever had. And I was crying in the dream because it was so, sometimes when you're, when I'm excited, I just have to cry because it's like I, I don't even know how to express myself other than to just cry. So I was crying in my dream. I woke up the next morning and my contacts, because I sometimes sleep with my contacts, I have the kind that you can do that with, and they were my contacts were blurry 
and sometimes that happens when you cry. And I thought, and I got a new pair of contacts, put them in. My eyes were still blurry. I couldn't really focus. I couldn't see for about three days. And I'm a writer. I, I spend a lot of time writing. I need to be able to see. And I was frustrated. I went to the eye doctor thinking, okay, I'm getting older. My eyes just got a little worse. I need to get a stronger prescription. Oh, no, quite the contrary. Why, why my contacts were so blurry in my eyes was because my eyes had improved overnight and my prescription was incorrect for my new eyes. Wow. So, and the only thing that happened between me falling asleep when you know everything was fine, my eyesight was as it had been for the last 10 years, and, and me waking up and having new eyes was this dream that I had where I was given a true visceral insight into what flow meant, and it had a direct relationship with my ability to see. So at my eyesight went from a negative 4 to a negative 3.5, which is a pretty significant jump in the opposite direction. So... I mean, my, the ophthalmologist was like, wait a second, kept testing me, kept me there all day, over and over, like this can't be, this never happens. People, people's eyes don't improve like that after 10 years of wearing the same prescription. So wow. I think when we can carry it into our waking life, it can absolutely improve. And there's, there's other stories that are even more miraculous and wild than mine. I'm, I know that one of the stories that you um, touch on in the book is Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos. I hope I didn't um, mangle her name. I've you said um, that had perfectly. the good fortune. She would be very happy with you. Oh yeah, I've had the good fortune to interview her, and she teaches very powerfully on on healing and 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 health. What that what that really means in yeah. the in the book. You talk about how in her dream she also received healing, but in kind of a, a different way. Oh my God! Well, yeah, that what a powerful story. I love her and her. I mean, this is incredible. Three-time breast cancer survivor, because of a remembered dream. Um, a monk that that came to her, a hooded Franciscan monk, came to her after after receiving a, a clean bill of health, a, a great mammogram. The doctor saying, "Yeah, you look great." see you in four years or see you next year, whatever it was that he said to her, but you're fine. And then she has a dream that this monk points at her breast and says, you've got cancer. Get another, get another mammogram. And she gets another mammogram. They don't find anything. And it goes on and on where she finally, the monk keeps recurring in her dreams and says, no, you've got cancer. And who wants to hear that? We want to hear that we're, we want to hear that we're good. We don't want to hear in our dreams that we're not doing well. This is a perfect example of a nightmare that we want to pay attention to. So she eventually goes into the doctor. I mean, it's a very long, detailed story, and she gave me permission to write about it in my book, It's All in Your Dreams. She finally goes into the doctor and demands exploratory surgery, and they find that she's got stage 2 lymphoma. And, and I mean, a very advanced stage. And this happened, this happened a couple of times. And they were able to, I mean, she eventually had a double mastectomy. And if you see her today, you would never, I was just, I just spent a week with her in Cape Cod at, at her place. We did a dream workshop together. And she looks like the picture of perfect health, of radiant health. She had just, she picked me up from the train station just having played tennis. She was telling me about how she went swimming with sharks recently. We went hunting for oysters. I mean, she's completely healthy, radiant, and had she not paid attention to her dreams, she wouldn't be here. She wouldn't be 
not only would she not be healthy and vibrant, but she wouldn't even be on the planet. So that's an amazing example. I have an, another story that's completely kind of the opposite of hers, if I may. Yes, please. There's a woman who um, who sent an email to me, and all she all she shared with me was that she had this mysterious dream about floating in what seemed like billowing fabrics, and she was rising, and she and she said it felt euphoric, it felt wonderful, and she kept hearing this very bold voice say to her, "Smile, smile big, smile as big as you can," and she would wake up smiling from ear to ear, even laughing because it was so funny to her that she was smiling in this dream and feeling so good. And she sends me this dream, and all I say to her is, it sounds like a prescription that you should you should focus and meditate on the energy of this dream every day until this, this vibration becomes normal in your life. That's all I said to her. Six months later, I get an email from her. Her name is Diane Hendricks. And she says, Kelly, I'm the smile big lady. I hope you remember me. I say, of course I do. She said, I just returned from my oncologist. What I didn't tell you at the time that I shared that dream with you is that I had just been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, a very strange, um, a rare strain of um, of cancer, a swanoma. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, S-C-H-W-O-N-O-M-A, something like that, swanoma cancer. Um and and they had given her only a few months to live. She said, and she hadn't done, she didn't want to do any chemo, she didn't want to do any of that. All she did, her only antidote, was to focus on the energy of this dream every day. She said, I had nothing at the time of that dream to smile big about because not only had I been diagnosed with cancer, but the relationship I was in had just ended. My life was in ruin. I had lost my job, nothing to smile about, but I practiced meditating on the energy, the, vi- the vibration of this dream, six months later, my cancer has mysteriously disappeared. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, wow. And, and here I am, and now it's over two and a half years later since I met Diane. It's almost three years, in fact. And she sends me pictures of her and her new husband. Her, she's doing great. She rides horses. And... <laughs> And she's cancer-free, and it's one of those strange mysteries. And she knows that it was the inner work that she was doing on some level, put simply, raising her vibration, kind of like you how how um, if you if you want if you've got an overly acidic um, chemistry, you if you if you alkaline yourself, the the acid can't grow. It can't it can't live in an alkaline and oxygen-rich environment. It's kind of like the the cancer couldn't live in this high vibration that she was creating that was a direct link to her via her dream. So that's also another way that dreams can be incredibly helpful and help us to um, what we could say age backwards, um, Mm -hmm. defy the aging process. Wow. Now I see that we're getting near the near the top of the hour, and I cannot let you go without asking you. There's a pretty awesome special thing happening for people who buy those dream oracle cards. Can you walk us through that and kind of let the people listening know about the unbelievable fountain of awesomeness that will be theirs if they decide to. um... You You are the cutest thing ever. So if you go to dreamoraclecards.com, I'm going to pull it up myself right now. There's through the end of August. So we have another couple weeks. 
on this promotion. If you if you buy um, Dream Oracle cards on Amazon.com or Borders or BarnesandNoble.com, put your name and email address and your order number in in the boxes provided um, on DreamOracleCards.com. And if you put that information in, you'll receive over $500 worth of additional Dream bonus gifts, including mm-hmm. a meditation from me, something that you can listen to as you're going to sleep. So if you... If you're listening to the news or you're watching a scary movie or reading a novel that has knives and swords swallowing in it and you don't want to go to sleep with that energy, you can play this meditation that I give you for free when you buy the Dream Oracle cards and you go to the website. It's called an embodiment meditation and it gives you, it guides you through embodying the quality of the life of your dream so that you actually embody it. You take it out of your head from your head and you migrate it into your cells so you go to sleep in that vibration it's a really powerful powerful tool and that's yours free that also, is wonderful there's a teleclass Oops, we have exhausted the dr pat show you oh, and i have run through every second of available time wow. on the dr pat show thank you so much for being here what Karen a, Hager, what you're a blessing fun. you're a dream what a pleasure oh. to be with you on the dr pat show you are amazing <laughs> dr pat will be so proud to know that you oh. are carrying on the torch Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. What a nice, what a nice person that Kelly Sullivan Walden is. It's Kelly Sullivan Walden. You can find out more about her and her work at kellysullivanwalden.com. Go to dreamoraclecards.com and, um, and buy those cards and then get the fountain of awesomeness. I'm Karen Hager and I'll be back here on the Dr. Pat show with you next week when my best guest will be Georgina Cannon talking about remembering our past lives and how those can help in your current life. Thank you for listening today. I'll see you next week. Be well. It's stepping down your soapbox is way too high overgrown. You can barely see the ground Or touch the sky Your high horse Is taken north and left to you Nowhere to be found Better off dead Or so you said But don't worry We all fall down somehow Oh, someday Not somehow Not me You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour.